All right, here we go. Here we go. Yeah, it's time for the ads. Hey. Uh, get my composure when it's time to get loose. <laughs> Magnetize with the mic while I kick my juice. Anyway, so yeah, here we go. It's the ads. Uh, I, you know what? I had a great conversation with one of my favorite sponsors today. Yes. And I want to tell the people, okay? Yes. You guys are the people. Right. The real people, the peeps, the peeps in and on the know, okay? That's right. I, I feel a little offended for one of my favorite people and one of the sponsors of the show. Really? And his name is Ian. Yeah. From the Pixie Planners. And here's why. Why is that? We were having a conversation today. He said, you know, when people go to Pixie Planners, they want a girl. I was like, that is fucking offensive. <laughs> you know? That's offensive. Well, yes, that is offensive. Just, he, he celebrates being the hairiest pixie. Right. Uh, but anyway, we were having a great conversation <laughs> today. That came up, which was disgusting. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, would you prefer non-binary Pixie Planners? I Just, come on, get your shit together and hire Ian. But right. what was really cool was, like, I got to sit there and watch this dude tell me about his first trip. To Disney World. Nice. And it was like, it because you and I are Disney nerds too, yes, right? Right. Our family are Disney fanatics. And watching him tell the story, I was like, oh, dude. Like, I could feel it. And I was like, here's what was great. I was like, okay. I heard that story, right? He's like, yeah. I go, what did it smell like? And he's like, uh, like popcorn and sunscreen. Like, fuck yeah. <laughs> With a little bit of funnel cake on the breeze. But yes, exactly. But that that is what separates Ian from any other travel agent. When yeah. you're thinking about going to Disney, he started telling me this whole story about at Universal and the Harry Potter world too, like with mm -hmm. the fire from this dragon. He's like, that's what sets him apart is yeah. he loves this stuff to a cellular level, man, yes. to his bones. Right. And he wants you to have the same kind of experience that he's had. And that's the big difference yeah. is he, you could go to any schmuck and right. they can get you a better deal and on flights because they're a travel agent. Yeah. Right. Ian knows how to, to really create, curate and create an experience for you yes. and your family. And that's what he wants you to have. He right. does, he, he will save you money just to make sure you have the experience. So anyway, yeah. it's just, it's a blast to, to be able to work with someone who's a real fan of what they do. Yes. And he is definitely a real fan of what he does. So if you are looking for a vacation or thinking about it, you know, tis the season, like, right. I know that fast pass that, that passes to Disney will fit in a stocking. I know this. That's true. So even if you're going to be that guy and get really dope stocking stuffers, uh, tis the time. <laughs> so right. head over to traviscrutcher.com backslash pixie Ian and check him out, man. He is your guy. He, he will get you fired up for that vacation. I promise you that. So, Again, traviscrutcher.com backslash pixie Ian. Also brought to you by Red Aspen. Um, they are celebrating their five-year birthday this week, which is pretty awesome because my birthday is also this week. It's true. We're celebrating together. When you're listening to this, <laughs> if you listen to it the day it comes out, it is her happy birthday. It will so, be. So, happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and Red Aspen is going to help me look my very best on my birthday. Um Nails, lashes, makeup, tan, all the things. I'm going to mess it up. <laughs> for an incredible value. So you should definitely check it out for yourself or as a gift. Because just like you said, it's it, right? the season. It's your birthday. <laughs> That's right. Redaspenlove.com backslash Jesse Crutcher backslash. The link will be It is in, in the, the description. description of the episode. Absolutely. <laughs> um, what else do we want to talk about? You know what else I want to talk about? What? Because it it's awesome, and they are doing some really cool shit over there. What? I know I talk about it quite often, but Popple. Yeah. They're rolling out two huge updates this month. Ooh, that's exciting. Two biggies, and I'm in the know. Um, <laughs> it's true. I'm in the top 1% of their ambassadors. That's true. Kind of a big deal. But um, so, but they, they're doing some really cool stuff, some innovative stuff. They've got, we talked about it last time, I think. I'm really jazzed about the new device, the... 
Oh, rope yeah. bracelet. The rope I'm a nerd. Bracelet. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> um, but they're doing some really cool stuff, running some really great sales. And like I've said before, it is hands down the best digital card, digital business card. Come on, words are hard on the planet. <laughs> um, I absolutely love it. So if you're interested in a digital, <laughs> Popple, digital damn it, card. you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> if you want one of them things, man, head over to <laughs> TravisCruncher.com backslash Popple, and it's going to ask you for a promo code when you get there. You're going to want to enter above average podcast, all one word, and that's going to save you 20% right. on anything you order. So it's a good deal. Uh, so check it out. And it, it's just awesome. I love it. Yeah. Anyway, also <laughs> brought to you by teamhopelifters.com. That is my space on the interweb, which is going to be getting a facelift. Mm-hmm. Because if you've been listening, you know that we um, just finished an event and I got some rad new pictures from the amazing Whitney Warren. And they will be going on my website as well as some changes to the whole squatting low and keeping our hopes lifted. I love it. I think from now on, we just try and figure out a way to say Whitney Warren every episode. Right, yeah. yeah. That's probably a good idea. We'll just say Whitney Warren to the show, everybody. Um, <laughs> no, she's she's amazing. Yeah, she is. Uh, lastly, and certainly not leastly, maybe it is, but we're going to say it any damn way. Uh, the show is also brought to you by TravisCrutcher.com. That is one of my favorite places on the internet. Uh, it's where I get to learn all about me. No. <laughs> it's where I get to do cool things, like schedule yes. me to come speak. Right. Or to be a coach. You can learn more about the show. You can learn how to be as cool as fucking Pixie Ian. And be a sponsor of the show if you want to. No big deal. We only average like 30,000 downloads a month. So, you know, people are listening. (laughs) Um, But if if any of those things pique your interest, head over to TravisCruiser.com. There's also going to be some big announcements coming in the next couple of weeks. So keep your ears open. There might even be some special promo codes for listeners of this show when it comes to the things that are coming in the next couple of weeks. So short suspense, quick turnaround, but it's going to be awesome. So make a note. Make a note and then put a triple stamp on the double stamp, Lloyd. Anything else? <laughs> That'll do. All right. Well, without further ado, uh, anymore. Do. On with their show. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Discovery. Go and throttle up. I I never hate it. I always love that intro. Me too. It's so good. So good. If I were if I were still fighting that would be my walkout music. Yeah. People like, what is this about? Like it's you're about to get knocked the fuck out. That's what it's about. Uh, No, I would usually tap them. Anyway. So here we go. That's right. Here we are. Uh, we're excited about the show. Yes, we because are. Because it is a very universal topic, what we're yes, talking about today. It is. The The name is in the title, and you probably kind of gleaned a little bit about what it's about, <laughs> but we're talking about Sunday Scaries. That's right. If you're in the social media Ooh. world, this is a uh, trending phrase that keeps coming up. We're hashing all the tags on <laughs> That's this That's right. Um, but essentially, like, well, talk us through it, because... You were the one that brought the topic to me. What what are, because I would probably never actually use the verbiage Sunday scaries. <laughs> People who know me know. Um, what are these Sunday scaries, Jesse? It is leaning into the week that's coming up. All the things that you're kind of dreading that you know you're going to encounter. So if it's getting the kids up for school, if right. it's going to work, if it's doing your workout, if whatever it is, encountering particular people, certain events, as you... The sun sets right. <laughs> on Sunday. The, and the owls start hooting. That's right. And the last few <laughs> minutes of your weekend are slipping away and you're looking into 
what is coming up, and you just get this overwhelming feeling of, oh, I don't want to. Yeah. I mean, I think everybody identifies with it from childhood. Sure. You oh, think, yeah. Oh, the weekend is great. Right. I want to keep playing outside with my friends. But I want- then you get to adulthood, and there's no snow days in July. Right. You just got to keep <laughs> doing the thing. Right. And that's, I think that's kind of like the, that's the scary part. Right. Is that... This is a reoccurring thing. And who wants to have overwhelming dread at the end of every single weekend? Right. That's a real bummer. That's that's 52 weeks that you're dreading before you're even in them. And I want to let our friends out on the planet who have, you know, their weekend in the middle of the week because those people are real. Sunday's whatever the last day of your weekend is. Okay. Right. So for, it, it could be could be Wednesday scary. For the sake of argument. It could be. Right? But come with us on this journey of yeah. whimsy. Let's use Sunday <laughs> That's right. as our, our cover all term. But so when you brought this to me, I was like, huh. Because that's so much of what we talk about in other areas, but I don't know that we've ever talked, we've always talked about it like you're getting ready to do something big. Yeah. You catastrophize, you're starting something like we talk about launching businesses and shows and all this stuff all the time where you have that oh shit feeling, right? right? Yeah. But I don't think we've ever acknowledged that that is an ever present thing when just the work week is getting ready to start again. Well, and I think the other thing too, it's like you kind of, when you're launching something new, when you're doing something that's like you've been excited about, there is still an undertone of some excitement that's there. Like it might be really scary and you may have that, you know, your stomach dropping kind of feeling about it before you know you're going to hit the launch button. But, I think the difference here is I think people get into a mindset where it's like there is nothing good left to look forward right. to. That I I know that Monday my alarm's going to go off and for the next five days I don't get to do anything I like to do. I don't get to do anything I want to do. And that is a really crappy way to feel. Yeah, I agree. And it's one of the, and so that's why when we were talking through it, we thought, okay. Like, I know I've got some ways to deal with stuff like this. Yeah. I know you've got some go-to ways. And what's phenomenal is neither (laughs) one of our ways are anywhere near the same thing. Perfection. Um, And so we're like, well, (laughs) screw it. Let's see if we can just figure out, like, four strategies. Yeah. Four keys to shaking off the Sunday scaries. Yep. And so I know I've got some. I know you've got some. But because you started the topic, I'll let you kick it off with one of your favorite ways to, like, okay, like to, because what we're talking about is catastrophizing, right? right. We talked about it a bajillion times on the show, so right. we don't need to really recap what that means and what that is. But when you get into that mode, it yes. jams everything up, right? And, and so everything gets bigger and worse and bigger and worse. <laughs> and you've got to have a way to shock yourself out of that yeah. or reset your your focal point, whatever it is. So, what is one of the ways that you go to? And I, I, without even com- conversing about it before, I know some of them, and they're. Totally not anything I would do. But anyway, <laughs> I, I'll be interested to see which ones you think you bring up today. So what are what one of your go to things for shaking off the Sunday scaries? So my thing really is like I kind of because I am definitely a Sunday scary person. I, I definitely was in that mode. I was in school. I I did not like going to school. <laughs> I, I I went but but I did not enjoy it and it was because I had a terrible mindset. About yeah, it. and that, for clarity, like you were a straight A student. You yes, were yeah, I was a kid. good student, were, yeah. right? But it it was it just it weighed me down, and I carried a lot of that into adulthood. And while I love being an adult, <laughs> I love I love being married. I love having a family. Whew. I love that was, that was questionable. <laughs> it's not questionable. Okay, <laughs> but but there was that Monday's coming, right? You know, and so 
for me, it was that I felt like I never had any any time. I didn't have enough time. It was always hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Right. And if anything, I mean anything, went wrong, I had to untie a shoe one too many times, we're going to be late. Right. And I didn't want that. That that bothered me. So the thing that I found was to carve out an hour on Sunday or whatever your last day of the weekend is and get ready for the week coming up. Yep. Do some prep. And so this is really your jam. Yeah. Big time. <laughs> I, I do. I, I really like to prep. It makes me feel very satisfied and very fulfilled. When you and, first started doing it, I'm going to let you finish, but I'm going to Kanye you real quick. Too, okay. When you first started doing it, I was like, oh, I should hop in and help. And then I quickly realized like, oh no, this is therapeutic. Right. This is her thing. This is I, a thing. And so now when I see all the ingredients come out, I'm like, <laughs> I, I need to get the fuck out of here. This is her time. It is. Well, it is because it's. So what I prep yes. is I prep food Yep. because for me, making lunches, getting breakfast ready, those are not particularly enjoyable tasks for me. Like, it's not. I like, I, making dinner is Julie great. Julie Andrews would not say it's any of your favorite things. <laughs> right. Put it that way. Right. And so I feel like it eats up my time. I feel like it slows me down. Right. I feel like it's never quite right. But. But now I will say, so I don't want people to go, wow, what a shitty mom. <laughs> The reason, the reason is, is because when you get up, you are motivated to work out and you want to get that part of your day done so you can show up in all the other spaces that you need to show up for. So it's not, it's not because you don't want to do those things because you want to hurry up and get your thing out of the way so you can do all the other things. Let me do my thing so that I can feel really good so that I can exude that energy. So I can mom and entrepreneur my ass (laughs) off all day. But because of, I think it was, you know, because the life we're living now and our previous life when you were in the military when i woke up you were already gone yeah oh yeah and so it was it was solely on me to get i said oh yeah like you got up at noon no i left at like 3 30 (laughs) right there's a difference (laughs) but it was solely on me to get the kids up and out the door and because of the wide age range of kids like our son just turned 17 and our youngest is seven so there's always been an infant or a toddler somebody that takes them getting ready yeah and so i I discovered if I could have stuff that was prepared to just drop in a lunchbox or breakfast that I could just pull out of the freezer and stick in the microwave. Right. Now I have time to do the other things, find the shoes, sign, exactly. sign the papers that got forgotten, whatever it is. But that's Sunday. I, I take an hour. I, I chop every vegetable. Right. I bag up every fruit. I make a plan for what everybody's eating, what their sides are going to be, that we have all the juice boxes that we need. And if, you know, if I'm really going above and beyond, then I start prepping clothes. Right. What's our youngest going to wear? All the socks are, have been found. I ask everybody else, laundry, laundry, laundry. You know? yep. I lay out my own workout clothes. I've got a stack on my dresser for the whole week. I know. This is, this this is, is it. Because I think the other thing too is that decision fatigue is a real thing. Right. And so if I don't have to think about some of those things when somebody throws me a curveball, hey, after school, can I do whatever? I've, I, have, I have that bandwidth to make a decision. Right. <laughs> and so what I love about this is it is one of the most proactive strategies because part of what was causing your Sunday scaries, right? Right. Was you you were looking ahead into overwhelm already. Yes. And so you were like, okay, how do I stop that? Well, I get ahead of it. Right. I proactively fix what I can fix. And that it speaks to so many things that we talk about on the show all the time, but it's, it's such a perfect example of implementing 
being proactive versus reactive and, and knowing, like being able to identify it's, it's overwhelm that's making me look into the week and go, Oh shit. Right. So what can I do? Well, I can take all this stuff off my plate and free up that white space that I need to not feel overwhelmed. Exactly. It's I, amazing. Right. I can, and I'm, I am way happier oh, yeah. <laughs> on the mornings when everything's ready and we're just dropping things in and microwaving breakfast and, you know, because then you can actually stop and have a conversation with the kids about what's their day going to be like. You and I have right. time to right. have a conversation. Yeah. And it's, it, it is a much nicer way to enter the day for me personally. Very low key comparative to yeah. the alternative. Right. Making everything fresh and doing right. all the things right. and finding or f- discovering that. I don't have enough of whatever. Exactly. That, this way I know if there is a shortage on something, okay, well, by Tuesday I need to have made it to the store because right. this is going to be gone. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And it, it has made a massive impact in just the fluidity of the mornings yeah. for you and everything else. And, you know, Sunday nights you're like, it's all good. No right. big deal. And it, took, it took one hour and it just right. saved you, you know, days of, of ass pain. Yeah. Right. And so, being grumpy about it. Yeah. And, and really, it's an hour. I yeah. spend an hour. Oh, I know. And, and that's it. And that's it. And, and it doesn't have to be this. If you don't have kids that you're making lunch boxes for, or, you know, cooking breakfast for multiple people, then figure out what you're going to have for dinner for a right. few nights and go ahead and chop those vegetables. Go ahead and make sure you have the food that you need, like grouped together so you can just pull it out. Whatever, whatever it is, you know, you can prep ahead of time. Right. If it's ironing clothes, exactly. whatever it is, take an hour. Yep. And do some prep work so you're right. not walking into overwhelm when the alarm goes off, yeah, right? Exactly. Because that's all the stuff you're looking down the barrel of as soon as you hit that button. Like, shit, yeah. I got to do this now. Right. You wouldn't have to do it. You would have right. that extra time now. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Um, so one of mine, and you'll you'll be shocked at this. Yes. But you touched on a little bit when we were talking about what this is in the first place. And one of the things that causes this, oh, crap feeling going into the new week is that feeling of I have nothing good to look forward to, mm-hmm. right? Because I think... Particularly in today's day and age, everything's so movie rapido, right? Like right. we're moving, 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 and it becomes redundant. It becomes a grind. It doesn't matter what it is you're doing. Like I can tell you, I love what I do, mm-hmm. but by the end of a busy coaching day, if I've yeah. got a bunch of sessions <laughs> in one day, I'm toasty, man. I'm yeah. shot. You right. know, it's like towards the end of it. If I go upstairs and someone's like, "Hey, I need some advice," I'm like, "I don't have any. I don't right. have any left. It's <laughs> all gone. I have no advice. Right. I have zero words. I got nothing. I <laughs> right. don't know strategies. What are shoelaces, right? right? And I can't hear you either. <laughs> and so, one of the things that, and I found this in the military for sure. And it was really, it took me a minute, but I was able to inculcate it into my civilian job before I started this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's something that I used to teach, which was hilarious because you know <laughs> you'd think I'd be a pro at it, but right. not so much. Um, finding something good. Right. We used to call it hunt the good stuff. Mm -hmm. And what that is, is like in in any day. Yes. Take the time to inventory. What is it that's good in that day? Yeah. Right. Like, did my wife prep my lunch because she took an hour? (laughs) Hell yeah. That's awesome. I got that to look forward to. Yeah. But sometimes because we are hyper busy, because things are in flux so much in today's day and age, Mm -hmm. it's hard to fix your sights on something that, you know, you can look forward to every day. Yeah. And that's where I found myself as a civilian really quickly. I didn't have anything I was, like, excited about on a daily basis. Right. So when that's the case, like, because the skill is hunt the good stuff, find Mm -hmm. the good thing and focus on that. So you've got a good thing every day you're looking forward to. But if you don't have that, because that happens. Yeah. Make it. Yes. And so, I, you (laughs) know, when I first got into the corporate side of the house, I was actually working reverse cycle. I was doing nights, um, which was a grind on top of a grind. Right. 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 It, it was good work. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed my teams. Yes. But it was really like, I don't have shit to look forward to because 
I never see you. I never see the kids. Right. I never, I barely had time to work out, you know? Yeah. No, it was, it was a tough time. It and so tough. little stupid stuff, like I would leave the house with enough time to go by the gas station right by our house. Mm-hmm. And like, I would get like a mounds bar <laughs> right? <laughs> and an energy drink. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. Like three bucks a day. But it was like, that's my good thing. Yeah. I can look forward to that. Right. And then it was like, but then I'd be depleted by the time I got <laughs> off work. So I was like, okay, I'm going to get a protein bar and another energy drink <laughs> for the way home, right? Right. And so I had to create these two bookends of things to look forward to. And that right. was my good stuff. It was like, man, I, I'm cool. Like, I got that to look forward to. So that's one of my strategies. If you don't have something to look forward to, mm-hmm. create it. But find something every day that you're excited about and focus on that because that's right. Once you start focusing on the positive, Mm -hmm. it's so weird. We've talked about this before, but once you focus on the good stuff, you're going to see more good stuff because that's how your brain is looking, right? It's just like if you're in the basement, you know, of someone's house at midnight and all the lights are out and you start, what was that? Now you're hearing shit, (laughs) you know, Reagan from the exorcist pops up, like it gets wild. Right. Shadow people are wandering all over the place. Because you're looking for it, right? Right. (laughs) Same with good stuff. If you start looking for it, you're going to see more of it. And so that's why I encourage people if... Hunt the good stuff in your week. Mm-hmm. Find something every day that you can look forward to. And if you can find a couple things, even better. Right. And if it's not there, create it. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be spending money, you know, whatever right. it is. It's right. Like, Maybe there's a there's a particular blog that you really like. Right. Or there's, there's a particular band that you really like to listen to. Exactly. Or, or whatever exactly. it is. Like, you save you save that set of songs for your drive home because it makes you in a good mood. Right. And it, you Maybe know. you need to get hyped up because you're going to walk in and everyone's awake and you're exhausted. Or maybe right. you need to chill out <laughs> because you know you're carrying a lot of keyed up energy with you. Whatever it is. Yeah. Find that good thing or good things every day and fixate on those. Yeah. All right, that's one of mine. What's your, you want to go? Or do you, <laughs> sure, I right, can go. Um, so I think one of the things that also has helped me is creating routines that I actually enjoy. Yep. So, like, I really like to work out in the morning. <laughs> you know, I really like our time in the evening where we're totally undistracted and we can just sit down and we either watch TV or we just talk or just sit in the quiet. Right. And and it's like one of those things that I look forward to and maybe it sounds silly or or whatever but it's it's one of the things kind of like you're saying it's a it is it's a hunt the good stuff but it's a pre hunt the good right. stuff. Like I I know this is going to happen. So it's like the little carrot dangle. Right. <laughs> you right. know of this if you get up and you work out, you're going to feel good. Like you, even if the workout's really hard, whatever it is, like it is a physiological thing that right. you are going to release endorphins. Endorphins that and free make drugs. You feel good, yep. that make you more motivated, that help you feel more positive and get other things done. Now that the ball is rolling, you might as well keep going. <laughs> but, you know, it's true. And, and I mean, everyone talks about this, but I think one of the ones that we've both heard say things to the, of this nature and one that I know you subscribe to. I, I think, in fact, maybe where you heard this the first time, <laughs> Jordan Peterson. Yeah. Talks about get your ass up and make your bed. Yes. Right? Yes. And that's like you you checked something off the list. Right. And now you know you feel better because you've accomplished something. Right. Do something good for yourself immediately. Right. And you're like, oh, I've already done this. And I think, I mean, that is, if you go through people that you think are successful, that is one of the things that they actually recommend. Right. Get up, make your bed. A lot of people, the next thing is like, drink water. <laughs> Before you have your coffee, drink 20 ounces of water. Um, okay. But 
I know. It's crazy, but okay. try it. <laughs> I, I'll get to the water later. <laughs> but the thing is, is that it, it does. It creates a lot of a lot of things that you can check off. You've done something that's that's good for you. The, the room looks nicer when you walk into it later. You're like, oh, I right. like my bedroom. This right. is nice, you know. <laughs> and you're you are setting a good example if you but have it, other people in the, the house. And that's the thing when you again, it's a proactive solution to a reactionary problem. Is you go, okay, well, what can I do to affect this? Right. And the the conditions are set. Let's be real. And any single morning, <laughs> the conditions are set for failure. Yes. You have to get up. And change the conditions. Right. So the first thing you do is you make the bed. And right. then you do. You march your little butt straight to the kitchen. You <laughs> slam 20 ounces of water. Yeah. Me, yeah. it's a little different, right? Yes. It's like I reward myself by making it to the bathroom <laughs> by drinking a pot of coffee. Right. It's a little different. But it's the same thing. Right. I right. got that first thing knocked out. But I, that's the thing is it's, it is, it's finding what works for you. Right. So... When, like when I first kind of started in my coaching world, I was really closely following someone and I felt like I had to do it the exact same way that they were doing right. it. I had to, you know, I had to get up super, super early and the first thing I could do before I could do anything else was to work out and before I could do that, I had to spend, you know, 10 minutes praying and then I had to spend 10 minutes reading my Bible and I had to spend 10 minutes reading this book. Well... Pretty soon, so I you're going to work out at noon. Right, right. No, the, the reality <laughs> is, is I was going to have to get up before I went morning. to bed. Right. You know? <laughs> and that was impossible. Right. That was not going to happen. And I just about killed myself trying to make my life figuratively. Right. I mean, you know, you're. I'm, you're I just want to be clear. <laughs> right. Right. It's right. a real Sunday scary. <laughs> I was bending over backwards trying to make someone else's routine fit my life and that doesn't work it doesn't <laughs> and so i think when someone's like oh here's my routine you should try it they're not necessarily saying right. do it exactly like i do it right they're saying here are some of the keys that help me feel my best or help me work my best or whatever it is my best use these to weave are, yeah. into your day it's funny because you know when <laughs> some of my clients it's like i'll give them a a an example of what like a content creation week looks like. Right. And they're like, oh, okay. And I'll see them writing it down. Or they're like, are you going to send this? I'm like, no, this is an example. Right. Like you, you take these tools and fit them in your life where they right. work. If you do it the way I do it, right. you're going to hate it. Exactly. And, and I think the other thing is, is with any, any good routine, if you want it to work for you and not against you, like I was doing, right. is you actually have to develop it on your own and, you have to give it enough time to see if it's working yep. or not. Because anything that you're starting feels a little weird, right. feels a little inconvenient, feels a little awkward. <laughs> you know, but you have to give it enough time to see if it really works, and and play it out. Let yeah. it Experiment let it happen, bit. and then eventually, the beautiful thing is, is you fall in love with your routine. And so, when the alarm goes off in the morning, you go. <gasps> Oh, I get to go out and I I'm going to do this and then I to. get to go down and work out and then I get to come upstairs right. and do the second half of the morning with the kids and I get to. And when you can start transitioning the tasks of your day from half twos to get twos. Right. It's a total fucking game changer. Yeah. And that's what the routine has done for me yep. is changing no, from I've half two to get to. It's and it's it's very it's driven. It's a, a different level of driven because you get to go do the next thing. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's made a huge impact. And yeah. I, I love it. 
All right, last one. Are we ready? Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to be a little shocked. Okay. Maybe not. I don't know. Uh, it's it's one that I, I do believe in, and it, it is a I, – I don't want to, like – I don't want to overdo it, mm-hmm. but I think this strategy can be life-changing, um, and that's to show gratitude. Yes. So when you're walking into that work week or whatever – Whatever your week looks like, right? Mm-hmm. That that tendency to catastrophize and go, oh shit, right? It's going to happen because you're yeah. going to start looking at the things you've got to get done, right. right? And and whether it's get to do them or have to do them, right? There's still a lot of things right. that have to there's happen. There's still a lot of right? things that need to be done. Need to be done, and that can create this sense of overwhelm, the sense of catastrophe, all the things we're talking about, right? What I challenge myself to do all the time, yes, and I encourage my clients and people I encounter to do yeah, is to show gratitude, yeah. right? So case in point, a couple of weeks ago, you know, the leaves have started to turn here and I may have used this story already. I don't know, but it, it is a perfect illustration of yeah. what I'm talking about is I was standing in the back with the dogs and the leaves started to fall. Right. <laughs> and I was like, oh, there's like one or two. And then the next day I walk out and it's just covered. Right. <laughs> and my first thought was fuck, right? <laughs> like, gosh dang it, right. here we go. But then I really quickly was like, okay, how can I make this a situation where I'm showing gratitude rather right. than being pissed off about the leaves? So I immediately was like, okay, well, I'm really thankful that I've got a yard. Right. I'm really thankful that I've got some big ass trees that provide us shade in the summer so we can play with the kids and not die in the heat. Right. I'm really thankful that now I've actually got something that is going to take an hour of my time. Yeah. It has to get done, which is great because it's like, I, I can't wiggle my way out of it. Right. It's going to give me like an hour or more of just time in my head yeah. to work through things, to vision out business stuff, to dream, all that stuff. How awesome is that? Right. So I just turned one potentially negative thing into three really big things I can be grateful for. Yeah. And so I always challenge people. It's not, this isn't hunt the good stuff. This is totally different. Right. No. no. Hunt the good stuff is like find something to be excited about. Right. This is really reframing how you see everything. Yes. And being grateful for it. Yeah. And it it sounds so like, oh, how can you be grateful for this? Man. I will take the Pepsi challenge. You give me something. I do this with clients every day. (laughs) They're like, this is a shit show. I'm like, okay. Right. I challenge you to look at it this way. Like, oh, that's awesome. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's a good thing, right? Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, that's definitely something that I also do. And it is a skill that I have also worked at. Right. So that when you have the thing, like laundry. Sure. There's all six people live in this house and we've got three animals. There are, are unending loads of laundry to be done here yep. always and that used to be such a downer for me right. like just oh wash it dry it fold it and put it away you've got to be it's kidding so me. stupid <laughs> why are there so many steps <laughs> right? threes too many but so now i find myself you know as i'm collecting it oh i'm so thankful that i have Whichever child. Right. I am so thankful for their style, for the ability to clothe them in things that they like. I'm so thankful that all I have to do is take these clothes downstairs. Right. Because we have a washer and dryer. We'd, I don't have to drive it any place because we've, we've done that for you know, <laughs> before. And so then as, you know, as you're folding things, I hope these socks feel so good when I'm so right. grateful that we have these new socks for the kids to wear. I hope they feel so good on their feet. Or I'm so grateful that these don't have holes in them yet. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And same thing with dishes. I'm so grateful for the people who ate off them. I'm so grateful that we, you know, provided food to feed them, that we have full tummies, you know, after dinner. I'm And, and it just, it really is just shifting. Right. Oh, I don't want to, to, this is amazing. 
because of the things that I have creating this work for me. And I think when, when you start living in a more grateful way, mm -hmm. right, then you really start to kind of reframe how you see your whole, whole life. Yeah. Um, and, and you, your mindset will change from one of like, you know, feast or famine kind of mindset, yes. scarcity mindset, all this to all of a sudden, like, hold on. Like, you know, I told you the story earlier, but this is true. Last week, our youngest was like, Hey, how much money's in the bank? <laughs> and I was like, what? She's like, how much money do we have? And I was like, hold on. So I took her to the kitchen and I opened both pantry doors and I opened the fridge and the freezer. Mm. And I was like, how much food do we have? She's like, oh, we have more than enough. I'm like, that's all you need to know. Right. And that's kind of how we look at life. And that's right. why we, we do get to feel, feel grateful all the time is because, you know, like we were joking earlier when I told you that story, like we, we are in America, right? Yeah. We are in one of the, the greatest places on the planet to live. Everyone listening to this has got a can of beans Right. That they're never going to fucking use. <laughs> right. You're, I, even when it's I was. Sitting in the back. Look, and I, and I was like, oh, yeah, it's easy for you to say, fuck you, listen up. When I was a kid yep. and I got food from the food pantry once a week mm -hmm. or twice a month or whatever the hell it was, we would go and line up with all the other poor families and get our little two paper sacks filled with food. And that's what we, and you get one fresh meat item. Fucking I know exactly what it's like. Right. There was still a fucking can of beans we weren't going to eat, right? Or there's right. that can of beets that you got from the, who's going to eat that can right. dirt? No one's, so what I'm saying is at your worst day, you're still not cracking that can of beets. You've got right. more than enough. Right. More than enough. Right. And, and I think the thing is, is that you tell yourself that, that you are. And I was poor as shit, man. Right. But so. that, that you appreciate the fact that. There is that can. Right. There is that emergency can. And whether, you, know you know I've also been on the other side of it in countries where I would watch a family share yeah. a pot of rice right. and be really fucking grateful for it. Yeah. So it, it's not about how much you have. It's how much you perceive you've got. Right. And if you've got enough or you've got, you know, three grains of rice left over, you had more than enough, man. Yeah. And so that's where living in gratitude that's that's my last tip yes. is it is a game and life changer in my opinion. It is. It is. And when you start to fall out of that or you start to in your head hear that the old grumble, it almost surprises you and you're like, Why are you being like that? Knock right. it off. Quit like being a, to, quit being a right. little whiny bitch. Man. Right. And then yeah. you know, and then you're like, Okay. My self talk sounds different. <laughs> right. <but yeah. laughs> like, All right, self. Now you have to say three good things about this, you know. I will. You've like, heard me. Like just out of out of the blue. Man, you a bitch. Like, who are you talking to? You? Like me. Sorry. I got it. We're sorted out. That's right. We can't do an agreement. <laughs> but anyway, so that that was the topic. Shaking yep. off the Sunday scaries. Those are our four keys to doing it. At yep. least our four our two favorite a piece. Yeah. Um, so yeah, try it out. Yeah. Don't, don't live your life in dread. Right. Cause there's enough, there's enough shit out there that's going to come your way, man. <laughs> right. There's, there's always the chaos factor. Man, there's gravity out there. Right. This place is crazy. <laughs> so right. do what you can when you can to get ahead of it and yeah. reframe some of that stuff and look at it through a different light. And then like, you know, little Miss Jess over here, be the proactive solution to a reactive world and just get ahead <laughs> of the power curve, man, where you can do it, get ahead of it, create some good routines. Yeah. And then flex some of those little mind, mindset ninja moves that I talked about and see if it doesn't make your day a little bit better. Absolutely. Anything else? That'll do. All right. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you took something away from it. And we will talk to you next time. Bye.